BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB. LB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire 7 days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today's show is sponsored by Diane Kleins, an independent associate with Legal Shield. They offer legal services starting at $29.95 a month and identity theft starting at $19.95 a month. They also provide services such as a will, living will, assisted with moving violations, contract review, consultations, and so much more. For more information, contact Diane Kleins at 214 881 5225 or go to dsclines.ladiesofjustice.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Taz, and you're listening to the Intro Podcast. Let's go! What's up, everybody, and thank you once again for listening to the Intro Podcast. It's your boy, Taz. So, like, usually, if you know, like, we have all kinds of discussions. We'll talk about things. We'll have a deep dive moment where we get real serious about something, whatever. Nah, not today. I'm excited today because I have someone who's very familiar to the room. He was introduced on Glenette Nelson's podcast, Broken for Purpose, uh, but he was also a part of our day at the fair when I took, you know, some friends and family to the fair before the fair opened. That was so freaking good. Those Philly cheese steaks are still on my mind, by the way. So just in case y'all listening, no Philly cheese steaks. Oh, my God. If y'all missed that episode, do me a favor and check out uh, Day at the Fair. I think it's Friends and Family. I forgot the episode number. But we had so much fun. And, of course, we were able to shoot a show for the intro podcast uh, on the fairgrounds where I had uh, my Isha Keaton Stogan now because she's married. Um a whole bunch of folk. I'm not going into names, but Zion was in the number, and uh, I had to bring him back because he had a new project coming out, and we sat down for about a good hour, and we talked about everything, but uh, I'm going to be quiet. Let's go to Zion. It's your boy, Taz. Let's go. Let's just get to this show. I'm excited, and I'm about to let y'all understand why. I'm joined by the one and only, I call him Mr. r and and he tell me not to, but... Mr. Zion Christopher is in the house. What's up, man? What's up, man? I mean, Mr. R&B, that make it sound so official. In that case, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. R&B is in the house because <laughs> it is official. Man, um, first and foremost, congratulations on everything that you have going on, man. Um, music, school, work, plays, church. Like, golly, man, what's, how are you doing? 
I am doing good. Like it was a few moments where I was overwhelmed with music, church, school, work, all the shenanigans. But now I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. Yes, good. How do you like, so I'm just jumping right into it. How do you balance all of this? I balance all of it with making sure that I'm giving my all to the first priority. So whatever the first priority is in that moment, whether Mm -hmm. it's work or school or church, I'm giving my all to that first priority and everything comes second. When I need to be at church on Sundays, I'm there. I am focused in. I am ready. I'm ready to go. I need to be at work instead of church. I'm there. I'm 100% giving it all in. It's all about finding out each day what's the priority. Is work the priority? Is music the priority? Is school the priority? Is church the priority? It's all about taking it day by day. I know a lot of people try to plan like Mm -hmm. months in the head, but sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes you have to plan day by day. So I just plan my day by day. Uh, as I was saying yesterday, and, and I, I know you was on my, my, my live, uh, I wanted you on today because um, we are able to see in the news or in media or uh, radio or, or whatever, uh, the concentration on all the negative that's going on in the world or the, the negative that young black men are doing or being done to them. And I love your social media, man. So um I love your work ethic. I love to know that you're able to do all of these things and you're doing them successfully. What is the drive behind, besides your dad, whose one arm is bigger than my whole body, <laughs> what, what is the drive behind being this positive young Black man? I think what you said, like we see so much in the, in the news about negative stereotypes about black men about young black men as as well Mm -hmm. and i wanted to be for me the positive i wanted to be everything that i know a black man could be when no one stereotypes him when no one says negative things about him i wanted to be that so my drive is that my drive is being the best i can be as a young black man yeah well you're definitely successfully doing doing that um and not even, you know, there are some people who you expect to see it and talk about it, but I see on your social media, people who are not even your blood, people who are not your family, support you and make sure that everybody on your timeline know that you are that positive person. How does it feel for you to have that kind of backing from people who are not necessarily your blood? Man, it's great. Like, it's so phenomenal and it's so... It's so real. Like, many of the people that back me and that support me, I've known them from, like, a little kid. So to see them now still supporting me and still backing me and still, like, you know, posting me when I need to push, they are legit what keeps me moving on. Like, when I feel like, well, my music isn't good enough. My music isn't, isn't like, you know, mainstream enough. They come and they remind me that, hey, you still are important. Your music is good. Your music is needed. It's timeless. And that's real to me. I yeah. love real support. Yeah. Like you, me and you, we talk and you have been the, the most realest supporter I've ever had. And wow. in times where I feel like I'm not good and I don't deserve it, you mm-hmm. re- you remind me that I do. You yeah. remind me that I am good, that I do have the power, that I do have what it takes to be a young black man 
in this industry, in this music industry. Yeah. Man, your voice is so freaking velvet. Like, I mean, the way you glide on the track, I'd be like, you know, I've I've finally I've gotten into the industry and start recording. But whenever I listen to yo, I'd be like, I want to sing like that. I need my voice to just slide on the track like that, man. Um, speaking of friends and supporters, what's going on with my girls, man? How is Nia and Reagan doing? They are good, you know. We're keeping in our prayers. She had like a, a huge loss to the family. Yes. But that's my sister. Like I count her as one of my sisters. I've told her a thousand times that I'm here. I'm her yeah. brother. If she ever need me, I'm here. Yeah. Reagan, that's my big sis. Like yeah. I wouldn't be where I am right now in the Dallas music industry if it wasn't for Reagan. Reagan mm -hmm. pushed me. Whenever there's a new song in the works, I'm promise y'all yeah. that Reagan is getting a thousand texts from me saying, Hey, Check this out. Tell me what you think about it. Let me know what you have. Because she's one I looked up to. Yeah. Um, we grew up together. So I trust her. I put my whole trust in her. That's my sister. That's everything yeah. to me. So they are family and I love them for real. I've learned since I've gotten in the industry um, to have that, that core group of people that get yeah. every single song before anybody else get it. And every time I sing it, I'd be like, ooh, please let them like it. Please let them like it. Have have you ever been in a situation to where like someone has like sent you a message and been like, bro, that's not it? Yes. Um with Bree, my first single ever. We had started the process and we had got it going. And me, I'm very impatient. I I love the singing and the getting the music out part. Yeah. I hate the having to listen to a whole bunch of masses and a whole bunch of mixing and having to nitpick at it and be like, no, mm -hmm. that's not right. And so, cause I like to things to just move, move quickly. Yeah. And I've learned how to take it slowly. And sometimes we have to be like, Hey, that's not right. That's not it. We need to go back to the drawing board. Like I remember us driving back. We were out of town and we were driving back and my parents said, Hey, no, you need to, you need to rethink this breathe thing and like try to add some more flavor to it. Cause it's not hitting the way it should be hitting. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and I sat in the car so mad. I was so mad. I was like, dang. And I was like, why are you mad? I said, it's not the fact that um that it's not doing what I wanted to do. It's just the fact that it's taking longer than I thought it would take. Yeah. And I had to learn. Breathe was really my lesson of learning to be patient and to yeah. take your time with things that you're passionate about. So yes, I have had that experience. And it wasn't like a thankfully I have people around me who aren't like, oh, that's just bad. Like that's just yeah. bad. That's horrible. Yeah. But that um they give me advice on how to make it better. They don't say mm -hmm. it's bad, but they give me a, a solution. Yeah. So those people I'm very thankful for. And yes, it's hard to hear that something isn't working. Yes, it's hard to oh, hear. Oh my goodness, yes. And this ain't it. But sometimes people are saying that so that way you can progress. You can mm -hmm. get better and you can go back to the drawing board. Sometimes yeah. you gotta go back to the drawing board and some people don't understand that. Yeah. You gotta go to the drawing board and see, hey, what's not working? What yeah. can I do different to make it work? So yeah, I have had that moment, but it wasn't really a moment that hurt me. It was a moment that made me better and a moment that made me who I am today. Well, you teaching me, I think I had my moment on the, the last song that I just put out, uh, I wanna say about two days ago. I decided to go country. Okay. So I done what I consider a soul country song. It literally took me a whole month to do the song because every time I recorded, I would listen to it myself. I was like, 
nigga, that's not it. Oh, your mm-hmm. voice is garbage. Oh, that word. You country when you talk, but you don't be country when you sing. Yeah. So I have definitely learned my lesson from that. Speaking of your parents, how, being that your your father is, you know, the great and mighty, talented and anointed and all of this, how much of his musical influence influences what you do today? Oh, gosh. Um, so my dad, if not anything else. And you can mention his name. I I want to mention his name, but you can mention his name. You can go ahead. Pastor Daryl Blair. Pastor Daryl Blair. The one and only. So he taught me how to storytell. Okay. That's one thing I definitely got from my dad and my mom, how to take the words I've written down. And when I sing them, not it being so much more performance, but much more of it being real between the audience and I. Mm -hmm. Um, The songs I've written in these past two years have been songs that not only I can, you know, understand and feel, Mm -hmm. but also that the audience can understand and feel. And in recording, they taught me how to, you know, use that, you know, tell the story, tell what you're trying to say, let people know what you're feeling. And then also to remembering that whatever I do in the studio, Mm -hmm. make sure I can do it live. Yes, sir. So I always go by that. Whenever I go into the studio, whenever I record, I make sure whatever I sing in that studio, when it comes to the live performance, I can sing it live. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what makes a great performer a great performer. That's what makes Beyonce Beyonce. That's what makes Tamla Man Tamla Man. That's what makes Marvin Winans Marvin Winans. What you that's what makes Dare Blair Dare Blair. That man be singing too. When what you hear in the studio, they can reflect live. Yeah. And my parents taught me that. They instilled that in me, as well as storytelling. Because many times, as a music artist. We take music for granted. I think we we go into it thinking, oh, this is a hobby. This is our, uh, our job. This is what we're doing. We don't connect with the words. But when we do, it's something different. It's something mm-hmm. meaningful. It's something that not only you feel, but everyone feels. And then it becomes like a little connection between the whole world. So that's what they definitely taught me. And I'm definitely grateful for them every day. So being that your 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 parents are in ministry, have you ever caught conflict because you are Mr. R and B? I have not yet. Surprisingly, I have not yet. And um when I started doing R and B instead of gospel, I told them, I said, Hey, whenever there is conflict, whenever someone's come to y'all and say, Hey, your son is doing R and B, but y'all doing gospel. How does that work? Or how can you condone this? I always tell them, send it to me. Yeah. Y'all don't have to answer for me. I am yeah. 20 years old. If I can't answer for myself, something is wrong. Yeah. So I always tell them, I said, hey, don't ever, ever catch the heat for me being me. Mm-hmm. Let me take the heat for that. I've always been a protector of my parents. Even with my siblings, I always say, hey, I don't care what y'all got going on, but as long as I don't reach my parents, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm, I'm a protector of them. I've mm-hmm. seen them go through the hardships of ministry. Mm-hmm. So I never want to add an extra weight or extra pressure onto them. I always say, hey, give it to me. Let me let me deal with the people. Yeah. Let me let me deal with what they have to say. Because at the end of the day, 
it's not my parents' walk. It's my walk. Yes. So only I can answer for my walk. Only I can yeah. take accountability for my walk. Yeah. So if there's ever an issue of me doing R&B music, let me take it. Like, let me let me take the heat. I'm down for it. Yeah. So that's how I usually take it. There's not been any conflict yet. Thank God. Everyone loves Breed and everyone loves Take Me. And I think because, again, that goes back to the reason of my song being relatable. People can relate to what I'm saying. People can understand what I'm saying. It's not, oh, he's talking about sex. Or he's talking about this. You can't talk about that in church. I'm talking about love. I'm talking about conflict when you're in a relationship. Yeah. I'm talking about everything that normal people, even Christian people, feel when yeah. they're in relationships. So I think that's I, what made it a little bit better. I tell people like this. You cannot make love to amazing grace. How hey, this out. <laughs> hey, come on, because I want to know who's doing it. If that not if, if that works it. for you, <laughs> I need you, you to comment on this out. video because I, I you would turn that into a whole nother song, though. I'm afraid. Amazing grace. If you make love <laughs> to amazing grace, I was thinking. Just let me know if you are the one. Yeah. And you successfully made a wonderful kid. If you can make a kid to father, I stretch my hand to thee. No other help I know. You a bad hey, mother. I'm down. I'm down. Tell me what <laughs> you want me to sing, and I'm going to sing it just for you. Because you're doing something special. You are a rare item, and I need to be catering rare. to you. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, One of my favorite videos, Uh, I told you, I've, I've been going down, and I've been watching you, man. One of my favorite videos of you singing. You sang at a wedding. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Tell me the experience. Oh, that was my aunt and new uncle, their um, their wedding. And, you know, when, I've sung at a wedding before that, but it's different when it's family. Yeah. Like, it's a whole nother burden when it's family. Um, of course, it was my mom's side of the family. And when you know my mom, she's a singer. She is going to yes, give her is. all... And she's going to go for it. Like, she's going to give it everything she got. And then to be asked to sing, and then not my mom. Cause originally, my mom was supposed to sing the song. Okay. But she said, well, let Zion do it. Zion's quicker at learning. Zion's good at learning and all that stuff. I said, oof. I said, you giving me too much, too much, <laughs> <laughs> too much credit. Like, I'm good, but I ain't that good. But... And it was an experience. I really enjoyed it. I really, I wanted to make sure that it was the best for my aunt. Yeah. Me and my aunt, like, we are like this. Like, I see so much of myself in my aunt Tasha. And she sees so, so much of herself in me. Mm-hmm. And that moment was everything. Like, that moment was so much to me to be able to sing for her wedding, to sing her walking down the aisle. Yes. Not just singing yes. when the bridesmaids come, but to sing her walking down the aisle was something totally different and I just wanted to make sure I did the best I could for her. Now the song was hot. Let's not <laughs> <laughs> going into it, I was telling my mom I said, hey, I've been practicing, but these songs are hot. Like the the, the, the notes are hot. Yeah. And, you know, I can I can fluctuate from alto to tenor every now and then. Yeah. But like John Legend he sings high and I was singing a John Legend song. John yes, you Legend are. Beast in himself. Mm-hmm. So I was like, dang, y'all giving me a lot of credit that I didn't ask for. So <laughs> doing that, it was it was a great moment. It, it yeah. fe- I felt like me, me and my aunt were one at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my family were one at that moment. The love was in the room. Yeah. 
and it was in there before I sung and it escalated after I sung. Like the yeah. love was there. We were a family. It felt so good for my family to back me. Like even before mm-hmm. going to say, it's like, oh, you're going to kill it. You're going to do good. You're going to do great. Yeah. And I was like, y'all. <laughs> Look. <laughs> <laughs> y'all got so much faith in me. I'll try to see it in myself first. Give me a second. Yeah. But um, it was definitely a great experience. I loved it. Um, I would never forget that moment, especially because yeah. it's family. It's different when it's family. I believe, and uh, you can uh, share your your thoughts about this as an as an anointed R and B singer. Huh? Regardless to where the situation is, we still set atmosphere. I agree. I agree. Um, I feel like how can I put this in the best words? Even though it's R and B, God is love, is what we say. Yes, God is love. So even in the room where we are talking about love and we're talking about, you know, loving one another, loving a, a man, loving a woman, a woman, loving a man, there has to be some type of God in that. Yes. God ordains every marriage. God mm-hmm. ordains every relationship. It may not be in his plan, but once you do it in a marriage. Yeah. God honors that. God takes that and says, well, say, since you made this decision, and since you came to me and said, I do, let me honor that. Let yeah. me take that. Let me mold that. And let me make it what it needs to be. Yeah. And when we sing about love, God is still in the room. Yeah. Like, my mom, my, I was telling my mom the other day, she was like, you are a mixture of churchy and worldness. I said, that's because I never forget. I never yeah. forget what God did for me. I would never forget what I was before God and who I am now after God. Like I would, yeah. that would never be lost on me. Mm-hmm. And so, even when I sing an R&B song, I play before I get on the stage. Yeah, I make sure that God goes with me because my job isn't to make a atmosphere where love can be perverted. Mm-hmm. My job is to make an atmosphere where love is accepted and love is shared and love is elevated. So even when I'm singing R&B, it's never singing for the worldly pleasures. Mm-hmm. It's singing for, Lord, you made this love. God, you made the love between all of us. Let me elevate that love. Let me mm-hmm. push that love a little bit further. And so with his help, it may not be, oh Lord, thank you Jesus, hallelujah, in the club. Falling out, yeah. It may not be that in the in the in the R&B world, but it's something to where God can be like, oh, this is love. Let me yeah. elevate that. This is love. Yeah. Let me honor that. The people are falling in love with each other through this music. Let me take that and make it something different. Yeah. Now, some people might not might not agree, but I understand that. I understand that when we hear R&B music, we automatically think secular. Mm-hmm. All R and B isn't secular. Facts. Tamla Man and David Man, they made a whole army. I was just about to say that, yeah, and it was dope. Well, it is dope. Nothing secular about that album. Mm -hmm. That album really took what love was, what persevering in love was, what how you can come over, you know, mistakes and arguments in love, Mm. and it took that higher. It took that. It elevated that to where now marriage people can listen to that album, be like, oh, you know what? This is making my love for my yeah. partner grow stronger. Yeah. And that was my goal. In any performance I do, R&B, gospel, that is my goal. To elevate 
what God has ordained and make it higher. Right. To elevate the love, to elevate the the heart of every person. So there is a bit of God in love. Yeah. In the right R and B music. I'm not saying all R and B music, in the right type. Yeah. Now some it's just that girl, love. please let me stick my kid. No, that's not God. Exactly. Some, those songs like that, those songs like that, those are not for us. Those are not for us. At least not for the single people. That's not for us. <laughs> no, it's not for the single. Now, if you already married and you want to stick your you. kid in the ignition, that might that might be for you. You can take that. You can that might be for you. But as single yeah. people, that causes a struggle. Yes, it I'm does. I'm not trying to do that to y'all. Yeah. So Amen. I sing, I sing the I sing relationship love, not the single love. Yeah, relationship love. <laughs> I sing about love lost, love gained, or love desired. Exactly. That's how I sing. That's why I sing too. I think because I'm working. Well, I'll get to that in a second. But yeah. uh, the the songs I've written so far have always been about the love that's already there, mm-hmm. discovering the love that you have, or even what happens when the love is gone. Yeah. So it's not about you know, oh girl, I just want to be with you. I want to hold you. I want to like no. I'm talking about the love. Because yeah. if the love isn't there, then what's the point? Right, right. Why are we here? Why are we wasting yeah. our time? I'm dating to get married, not dating just to be with you. Like, what's the, what's the next move? So, Since you said that, if I'm not mistaken, you know, a while back or probably more recently, didn't you mention something on Facebook about whenever you get married, you still want a little ratchetness or something like that? Oh yes. Come on, we let's talk about up. it. <laughs> we are going up. When I get married, I don't want there to be no, oh, uh, what's the, I'm lonely <coughs> without you. I don't want no BBC Wonders. I love no. them, don't want it. Yeah. Um, I don't want no Mary Mary. I don't want none of that. Give mm-hmm. me, nug if you book. Give me, <laughs> give me set it off. I don't want to yeah. feel ratchet in the building. Like, I yeah. don't. We've we've had our fun moments of being in love and being uh-huh. you know wholesome and being you know Christian like. Let me have this night, yeah. So where we can go go for it, cause yeah. you know we young. Yeah. Only old people listen to Marvin Wines at their reception. I'm gonna say it like that. Look, I'm because not uh, I'm 40 and it, and if I ever decide to walk down the aisle, my my reception is gonna be filled with. I want J Cole. I love J Cole. Listen. I want stuff like that because, you know, I'm still trying to be young. You know, I still rock my TLC. I love TLC. Hey, That's my baby. We're going to wobble you... with it. We're going to K Wayne. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to um, We in the building. <laughs> I, and I need to see you do all those dances. So I need to be invited to this wedding because oh, I'm going to have course. a camera like of this. Course. is This is what everybody want to see about Zion. Do you dance? Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> uh... Since you mentioned it. I am good at a line dancing. If the steps are already laid out, okay. uh, I'm good. I'm, I'm the okay. energy. I have the hype. I got you. But you're not going to freestyle nothing. If we freestyling, that's a whole different thing. I can shout. <laughs> I can give a two-step. But when it comes, I can, I can do a little ducky. I can do okay. a little But when it comes to a whole freestyle, you lost me. I'm just, I'm just. I need to see you doing some of these, these TikTok, uh, TikTok challenges. You know what? We just had a gospel fest to where, you know, we were singing Free Worshipper. And um, I changed the uh, vamp up a little bit. 
I gave him, I gave him a little Beyonce. So you know how like Beyonce says, oh, we like to party. Yeah. Hey. So I took it, I said, we like to worship. Shut up. Shut up. Okay. So um, I did a little TikTok dance. And then afterwards, my dad was like, what is that dance she was doing? What was that? <laughs> You know, like what was that dance she was trying to do? I said it's a TikTok dance. You don't understand. You know, you're not you're not with the time, so you don't, you right. don't get it. So you know, I can do a little TikTok dance again. Okay. Steps are laid out with TikTok. Yeah. The steps are there. If you give me the steps laid out, I can practice. I got you. Okay. How was the worship concert? It was phenomenal. It was so phenomenal. Um, it was great to have the chance to not just be with my school choir, but with other school choirs from across Texas. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. They were amazing. Each group sung phenomenally. And then we also had the great Jacqueline Carr, yeah. who was amazing, yeah. who was going to bring the atmosphere, who's going to take you to church. Yeah, You're talking about a singer that's going to take you to church. Jacqueline Carr is going to take you there. And she was very sweet. She was very kind-hearted. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Nothing feels more like summer than bare feet on freshly cut grass. And this Memorial Day, the Home Depot has savings on all the things you need to get your lawn in shoeless shape. Get hassle-free cutting, trimming, and cleaning power with cordless lawn tools from RYOBI. Whatever your lawn needs, we have tools to get the job done that won't leave you tangled up. So what are you waiting for? It's time to feel the grass between your toes. Feels like Memorial Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. It was amazing. Yeah, but oh, so she does. She and does. I love and it. I love it too because I have one too. Yes, you growing do. Up, growing up in church, I have an old soul. I can name, I can sing any hymn at the jump of a dime. My choir gets so annoyed because after I come out of a song, there's always a hymn at the end of it. They know I'm going to give a good hymn yeah. at the end of the song because, you know, you got to connect to the people that don't know free worship, connect to people you that don't know. You have to make sure everybody name. gets something. Everybody gets something. So at the end of your grade now, I'm be like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And that they get it. They come on. They come with the room. So, Well, since since we right there before we jump into the whole other situation, go on and give me a hymn right now. Uh, Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. Just to take him at his word. Just to rest upon his promise. Just to know the same. The Lord Jesus, Jesus. How I trust him. How I proved him over and over again oh jesus jesus precious jesus oh for grace to love him more i just want to do the runs that you be doing i'm just saying <laughs> I, I just want to do the runs. If I can do the runs, I've, I've made it, man. Um, 
On the flip side of things, I'm a fan, dog. Tell me about Take Me. Take Me. So that is my, I call it my simp anthem. That is my simp anthem from all my simps in the world. You know, some of y'all be acting like y'all just trying to be out here in my feeling feelings. Yeah. But I be feeling feelings. So I do too. That's my simp anthem. Take Me was written back in 2020. Oh, wow. When Voicey was still popping, when everybody was doing Voicey. Mm-hmm. Um, I found this beat and I made the, I made the first verse and the chorus to it. And then I reached out to a guy named Nojo Wallace, who's a big rapper in Texas. Yes, he and, is. And he helped me create the beat. And then from natural started writing the second verse and then a vamp. Everything was great. So Take Me is really about, you know, when you make that first, I believe in love at first sight. I don't know about who else do believe in it. I, do, I believe in love at first sight. I do. So Take Me is that. Take Me is like, oh, I see you. I love you. Take me where you are. Take yeah. me where your love is. I want to be there. So that's what Take Me is about. It's really about, you know, finding that person who you love and who you can't live without. And you're like, take me to the island of your love. Like, I want to be with you. Like, let me be with you. So. Just that in in itself, what you said, take me where your love is. Yeah, take me God where your love me. is. Don't hide that from me. Take, yeah. take me where that is. So many times we get in relationships to where we're trying to hide where our love is. Yeah. When someone wants to love us. Yeah. And it's so crazy to me because it's become normal. Mm. And people are like, you know what? Well, I don't want to give my full love right now. He seemed all right, but you know, there's always a hidden agenda. No. Take him where your love is. Take him where your heart is. If he's true about what he's saying, he'll take care of you. Mm -hmm. And if if he's not, God still covers. God mm. will never let you feel more hurt than you can bear. Yeah. So take him where you love it. If it hurts, that means there was something you needed to learn. And that's something that you need to get over. And maybe next time when it comes around, you'll see the signs. So the next time you take somebody where your love is, you're a little bit yeah. more like, hey, yeah, you ain't doing that right. Yeah. So that's how I feel. Take Me is my favorite song I've released yet. Um, this song and another song I'm working on is where I really gave my heart into breathe yes it was nice yes i wrote breathe everyone loves breathe i don't understand why (laughs) but take me as well it's one of the songs i really put my heart into yeah at the moment there was somebody somebody, i needed somebody to take me where they love was all right um you know take me is really that i love take me so so is it safe to say when you love you love hella hard oh hard Hard. I'm going all in. My siblings make fun of how hard I love. Wow. And because I do it, and I, I try to do better now. You know, I try to learn from my mistakes and do better now. Yeah. I'm so quick to fall in love that it's crazy. Wow. To like, I'm not the type of dude that want to be like, oh, okay, let's date, let's talk for a month, and then date for five months, and then maybe I'll see how I feel about you. I know after two weeks. Two weeks, I know. I can understand that because I feel like in some situations, I'm I'm there, yeah. Because, you know, I had a friend, uh, me, and my, me and her argue about this all the time. She's like, well, how do you love them if you don't even know about them? You fall in love with personality. You fall mm-hmm. in love with conversations. You fall in love with the little things. Mm-hmm. Like, I love a good smile. 
if your smile is amazing, if your mm-hmm. that that makes me fall, that'll make me fall in love alone. Yeah, a good smile goes a long way. And then when your personality matches it, yeah, oh my, you goodness. got me. Yeah, you got me. I'm stuck. So my friends are like, you can't fall in love in two weeks. You don't even know the person. I'm not supposed to know you. I never want to know you fully. Okay. I never want to fully know you to where I become complacent and where I become comfortable yeah. in our relationship. Yeah. Like, that's never where I want to be. I never want to be that type of person. I'm okay with saying, oh, I'm loving you in these first two weeks. Because after that, every new thing I learn, I'm loving you more and more. The love yeah. elevates. Okay. But I feel like once we wait until we know everything and then fall in love, our love is stuck at what we know. Okay. All right. We know everything. Uh-huh. You know, we haven't had a chance to learn something different. Mm-hmm. So I, and that's that's a lot of time, a lot of reasons to why people get so stuck in toxic toxic relationships, where people be like, "Oh, I love him. He's different. He's all I've known. He's all you've known because you loved him so late." Okay. Okay. You didn't. You didn't give you a chance to love him when he was new. Mm-hmm. If you loved him when he was new. When he cheated the first time, you would have been gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you ain't going to want to be hurt. Yeah. And then he looked at the second time he cheated. So now you're like, okay, well, I loved him then, so why can't I love him now? Yeah. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. But um, now my love, it grows. Yeah. Like, I know. And not even just say, like, I'm in love with the person, but I know that I can be in love with you. Mm-hmm. My love has potential to grow. Yeah. So when we first meet, again, I'm even love at first sight. Not saying that I'm fully in love with you, but my love starts there. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a little seed, and then it grows. Mm-hmm. Each conversation, each interaction, it grows. Again, some people not, might not agree with me. That's my personal way of thinking. That's your personal thing. Yeah. But uh, some people get it. The simps get it. Again, yeah. this is why this is a simp anthem. If you're not yeah. a simp, you don't understand. You ain't gonna get but, it. <laughs> this is a simp anthem. That's why I wrote "Take Me." Then it was about this girl. Now it's about every brown skinned girl I've met in my life. Wow. I love y'all. Y'all are amazing. Y'all are queens. Yeah. Y'all are awesome. Someone deserves to know where your love is. Yeah. Someone deserves to know where your heart is. Someone deserves to see what your beauty is. Mm -hmm. So that's why I hope all my brown skinned ladies are listening to Take Me. They vibe into it because it's for y'all. It's for y'all. It's for y'all to groove. For y'all to be free, you know, it's just have fun. It's a it's a summertime yeah. vibe. Side note, that sunlight is hitting your eyes like in the right spot. Ah, okay. I love the way that sun is. It's 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 it, it got you looking real good. Um, has there? How do you get over that? I love you, but you gone hurt. Oof. And then we're going to lighten up the conversation. But hey, I told you yesterday, I'm asking questions. Let's go. Let's go. I'm down. Um, how do I get over the love when someone's like, no? I've had a lot of those moments. I have a song called Why. And when people hear it, they're going to think it's about cheating. But it's not about that. Um, it's really about being led on. When you're falling in love with the other person isn't, but they're scared to tell you that they're not. Mm. And um, I've had a lot of those encounters to where... You know, I've had to learn how to move on. Yeah. I've had to learn how to, you know, go forward and be like, you know what? 
you didn't love me, it's okay. There's someone that will. Yeah. And the best way I knew how to do that was writing these songs. Yeah. Was writing Breathe, was writing Take Me, was writing Why, <laughs> and then a whole bunch of other songs. It was 2020 was during a time where I had got, a, like, got out of a situationship that kind of hurt me a little bit. And I had to sit and write about mm-hmm. what I felt. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when we was in quarantine, you can't go nowhere. So right. you had to sit there and deal with it. So in those, in 2020, with Voicey and with the help of my parents and like with the help of my brain, I wrote songs that helped me release the feelings I have felt. Yeah. Not just me letting you go, but also me falling in love. Mm. I had to let go of those feelings as well, as well as me being hurt. Because, you know, if you still, if you let go of the hurt part, mm-hmm. the love part is still there. So you're still forever going to be in love with them. You got to yeah. let that part go too. So I just had to let it all go. I had to realize that, you know, it's not the right time for me. Yeah. It's not the right time for me to have somebody. It's not the right time for me to be in a relationship. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because when it's my time, it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be great. Bet. Uh, on the other hand, Let's talk about the Mount Rushmore of R&B. Your top four people that you would want to put on Mount Rushmore. Ah, the vocal Bible herself. Jasmine Sullivan. Brandy Norwood. Oh, oh yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Brandy. Yes. Brandy. Brandy. If you hear any of my songs, any song that I ever sing, there was a brandiness to it. Mm, okay. The tone is there. The harmonies are there. The ad-libs. I love Brandy. Brandy, hands down. Uh, so Brandy Norwood. Brandy would, puts background vocals in places that you wouldn't even think of background. That you wouldn't even think ago. of. Like, I was listening to the new song that I'm working on because it's very um, acoustic and very, you know, piano and not like a lot of instruments. And Brandy has some of those songs to where she puts backgrounds in certain spots that you wouldn't even think of. I'm like, okay, let me listen to some Brandy songs so I can get an idea. But even when listening to those songs, she's like, okay, well, dang, she did it, but I don't know how I could do it. Because, like, how did she she Mm -hmm. place that there? But um, Brandy Norwood, definitely Jasmine Sullivan, because Jasmine has the cleanest runs I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my goodness, yes. Like, each run has a beginning and an end. Yeah. Now y'all see me do runs, but sometimes my runs have a beginning but not an end. So, <laughs> but Jasmine wrote, Jasmine Sullivan, her runs make sense. They do. A lot of people when they do runs, they don't make sense. But Jasmine Sullivan's runs make sense. So I like taking her runs and then also her her pen, what she writes. Yeah, it's so pure. Oh my gosh. So. Jasmine Sullivan, Brandy Norwood. Jasmine Sullivan's the, the last CD that she done, but the deluxe version when she added them other song, songs onto mm-hmm. it, some of them songs sound so churchy. Yeah. I was like, I feel, I felt bad because I was like, oh yeah, but that was like, no, that's not church though. You can't do that. But then <laughs> whenever, like she, she do a run in one of the songs where she sounded just like Dorinda Clark, I was like, God damn, you must listen to Dorinda because that, that, that run took me there. But yeah, okay, Jasmine, Brandy, get, let's go two more. Two more, two more. Let me see who else. 
this is a wild card. Oh, I got two. I got two more. The first one is a wild card because you would never guess this from me. Okay. Justin Bieber. Oh, I love him. Absolutely. There is something about Justin Bieber's songs that are different. I don't know if it's his tone. His tone is good. Justin Bieber. That's all I can say because it's it's different in a way that you can't point out, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, each artist, they have something that you can point out like, oh, that's different. But yeah. Justin Bieber has a lot of things you can point out. The way he sings a song. Yeah. And I was talking about like older Justin Bieber, not like the newer Justin Bieber, older yeah. Justin Bieber. Well, he I'm made a little up the CD I like it while you talking. Go ahead. And like the soulness of his voice now is so, but it's also, you know, very innocent at the same time. Facts. And that's how my voice is. Like I'm still growing. So at night at 20, my voice don't sound like Tank. My voice don't sound like Tyrese. It sounds like a little, little innocent with a little mix of, you know, soul. Yeah. So that's why I say Justin Bieber. And then the last Justin one I Bieber think, CD that made me like him is the Purpose CD. Yeah. Ain't that the one where, where the way you hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me. Man, that whole entire CD, when I started listening to it, I was like, God dang, I think Justin I just Bieber became is a Justin I'm Bieber fan. And then also Chris Brown. Yes. Chris Brown? Yes. Yo. Yes. Yo. So I said runs for Jasmine Sullivan. She has great runs. Chris Brown has some phenomenal, you know, male runs. Yes, he does. You know, there's a difference to what a female can do or what a male can do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I listen to Chris Brown for some of his runs and some of his, like, placements of what he does in his songs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a, very, it's a very weird Mount Rushmore. But when you put them all together, it makes that sense. literally makes me as an artist. Like, it puts me together as an artist. And I really enjoy listening to all four of them. Honorable mention, Silk Sonic. Whenever I see Silk Sonic perform, like my whole entire, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm not gonna leave the door open. I'm gonna just take it off the hinges. Yeah, yeah. Don't you gonna take the whole door off? <laughs> don't leave the door. Don't leave, that ain't even the door no more. It's, a, it's like a little curtain thing when you open. It's that, <laughs> and that's it. Their showmanship is unfreaking believable. I love the dancing. I love the 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 style of clothing. Like, oh my goodness! They are very old school in their in their music making, and I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. So yeah, those are my honorable mentions. Six Sonic, they're phenomenal. I tell you this since you mentioned that. Okay, so we understand now that music, you know the game has changed but silk sonic came back giving that old vibe and they had an audience that mm-hmm. was waiting for that you have a vibe that an audience is waiting for okay so you i, I would encourage you as I, I i tried to do as much as possible just regardless to what it, it looked like the popular sound is man you have an audience that's waiting bro and like I don't know. Your voice is so freaking smooth, man. Like, I don't know. I'm looking forward to some of the best music within the next three to four years coming from you. I'm oh, looking forward you. to getting getting tired of hearing the same like that song, Yours Mine, ours. I'm so yeah. tired. I'm so tired of that damn song. I promise you I am. <laughs> but she came out with an audience. I'm I'm ready to be like, 
I am tired of this Zion song. But y'all think thank y'all for playing it, but I'm tired of this Negro song. He <laughs> he, he either need to do something else or y'all need to find something else. I'm looking for that for you. Um, where can the listeners and the viewers find more information about you? You can find more information about me on um, Instagram, Zion Christopher underscore, and then Facebook, Zion Christopher. That's really much it. I don't have a lot of social media, so that very much works. You can find me on Spotify. If you want, if you're a Spotify user and like to follow people, Zion Christopher, Apple Music, same thing, Zion Christopher. Anywhere where music can be Zion sold and bought, Zion Christopher. So... Yeah, Zion Christopher everywhere. So just look for me. I am there. The music is coming. I'm working on the album now to where I hope that you guys love it. It's going to be a phenomenal album. The songs I have written, I think everyone can relate to. Yeah. So I'm very excited about that. Before we go, what's next for Zion as opposed to the music, the plays, the school and everything? What's next for you? I have been... My whole life, every step I've made has been better than the next. Um, at first, I just started out writing plays, writing good plays at 11. And then I went from writing plays to acting in plays. And then I went from acting in plays to acting in musicals, acting in musicals to making my own songs, writing my own songs. Now we're doing something different. Now we're doing something very, very different. Um, I am looking forward to start a podcast. I am working on it. As y'all can see, I have a lot to say. <laughs> I'm glad you said so, that your mom was right. Your mom said you are you. You definitely talk. I, I am talkative. I can talk about any situation <laughs> for a good minute. And I want to do that. This album is in the works. Um, I am looking forward to going back to some of the talents that I haven't revisited in a long time. Yeah. So writing a new play, which I haven't done in a while. And um, acting in more stuff, which I also haven't done in a while. Being, taking all of my gifts that I've acquired over the past 20 years mm -hmm. and putting them together to make something phenomenal. Mm -hmm. That's what's next for me. Because I believe God wouldn't give me these gifts just to sit on them. Facts. So I think it's time for me to get my butt moving. To, to, to start making stuff happening. Facts. And I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited yeah. for what's coming next. I don't ever want to be just known for one thing. Right. I don't ever want to be known for Zion the singer or mm -hmm. Zion the actor or Zion the writer. I want to be known for all of it. That's why mm -hmm. my parents used to ask me a lot of times, well, if you get a record deal, what's going to happen? I'm not going to take it. Because when you take a record deal, there's so many attachments that come with it. Or you mm -hmm. can sing, but you can't act. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. So yeah. I like to be able to have control over what, everything that I do. Yeah. Being able to decide, oh, if I don't want to do this song today, let me just go ahead. Yeah. So that's what's really coming next. Taking all of my gifts that I've acquired, all of my gifts that I perfected and worked on and, and rehearsed and practiced and putting them into play. You have an advantage that most people don't have. Like both of your parents have been in the industry and just, they are so enriched in information um that it's unfair to the other uh, individuals who just get me and thinking that you, like you have so much information it's unbelievable but i do believe that that's one of the things that's definitely going to save you because i look at a lot of individuals that that jump in and 
um, not knowing the business or the aesthetics behind it, and they think it's one thing, and they get in just because they get a hundred thousand dollars, and then they go and they travel and do these tours, and then they end up broke, and they like, "What my money at?" Yeah. But you, you have some experience behind you, and I'm excited. Before I let you go, I've been wanting to tell you this since I met you. I love your CD cover with you in front of that piano. Ah. Bro, that is my um, Bro. that was my senior pictures. I took those for my senior pictures, and doing them, I was like, I need an outfit to wear because you know, you before your senior picture, you want a whole bunch of outfits, you want like, yeah. mm-hmm. and when I picked that outfit, I was like, okay, I need this, this is a little cute outfit. And going there, we had went there a time before for my mom's um, when she recorded Rescue, mm-hmm. we had went there so she could record her music video. And then I went there for my senior pictures. And those pictures, the funniest, because I didn't know what to do in front of, I'm not very photogenic as people, as people presume. Like, I'm not I'm not that photogenic. Like, I cannot pose. Like, I have to be told what to do. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. So, there are some other pictures before that picture that's, like, a little weird. And then that picture just somehow came out great. And C.L.E.O. Butler, phenomenal photographer, Okay. He literally made that happen for me. And we have some other pictures that I want to use, but it's so old now that I'm not going to use. Yeah. But um, yeah, I love that picture. Everyone loves that picture, and I don't understand why. So it's mo- it's super professional. Like I can tell it, it wasn't something that, that was just done with a camera phone. Yeah. <laughs> and edited overnight. Um I was about to say, uh, do me a favor, plug in your mom, your dad, and the ministry. Okay, so if you are in the DFW area, I'm not even going to say Fort Worth, the whole DFW area, 4500 South Riverside Drive in Fort Worth, Texas, Newbury Christian Center, I'm telling you, whenever you will go, it is a service like none other. Like, it is for for the older saints, the newer saints, the young people, the old people. If you're young at heart, we still accept you. Um, we believe in praising God radically. We don't believe in like just sitting still and just being like, okay, I'm just here to praise God. But we believe in giving God our all. And yeah. every time we go into service, we do that. We make sure that God gets the glory and that God is praised. And, I love the fact that you, that they they stream on Facebook. And we stream on Facebook. We stream on Facebook. I live for like, those if streams. You can't even come one Sunday. Not saying that you should come on in person because in person is a whole different site. That's a whole different experience. But if you can't come in person. Facebook Live, we there every Sunday. Yes. If you even have Facebook, YouTube, everybody got YouTube. Yes, yes. YouTube Live, we are on YouTube. You can find us anywhere. Newbury Christian Center, Fort Worth, Texas, 4500 South Riverside Drive. You're going to get a phenomenal word from Pastor Daryl Blair, who is my father. Yes, he and is. And you might even get a good song at Layla Tanja Blair, who is also my mother. Listen, those two, I have grown up watching them like legit watching them and them singing make me careful every every weekend or <laughs> that is that faithfulness every weekend like i can i know the back i know every song at the back of my hand yeah and songs that i wasn't even born when they came out but so, now you know it yeah now i know it and they are phenomenal i promise you when you see them and when you experience their ministry it's something like never before yeah. you will leave change you will leave feeling different that's what we do. That's what us yeah. boys do. We create an atmosphere. We create an experience that change lives. Yeah. 
Kudos to your mom. Uh, since you saying what the Blairs do, I remember whenever you all were in the studio and Glenette was talking about how your mom loved on her so much. Yes, my parents, our whole family actually, we have a knack for loving on people that we don't even know. Yeah. Like we take people in as if they're our own. Yeah. Because that's what God has called us to do. Yeah. God has called us to, to love people yeah to not just use them for their talents and their gifts mm -hmm. but to love on them and to you know be the person that be like hey if you need anything call us yeah. if you want anything call us oh you don't have a family on thanksgiving come come eat with us you don't have yeah. a family to celebrate with fourth of july come watch fireworks with us we might even yeah. pop some yeah we are that family like the blairs are that family to where I love it. you're gonna know you're loved when you're around us yeah and it's real love it's not fake well, I might have to take y'all up on the 4th of July because that means y'all going to have a gang of food, too. I might have to do that. Listen, we I'm, barbecue a little. We do a little bit something. I'm not fat for no reason. Uh, everybody, it's your boy, Taz, and you are listening to or you are watching the Intro Dallas podcast on iHeartRadio or on Spotify. I'm joined with the one and the only, the young, successful, positive motivational inspirational anointed ah. so many other words but i'm at an hour of his time the one and only mr zion christopher man thank you so much for kicking it with your boy uh i look forward to uh having you in studio whenever you are in the dfw area but man this has been great um again i salute you for who you are and what you're doing you're super positive and uh you could be a whole nother person just because of the experiences, the the big experiences or the big people that you've been able to know through other situations, but you're really, really humble and you don't find it in a lot of young people. So I, uh, I salute you for that. Uh, and man, I love you, bro. Like you, you like the, 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 the younger, younger brother. Yeah. The younger, younger brother that I wish I had, but I didn't. <laughs> in the meantime, in between time, you have anything you would like to share before we go? No, that's it, y'all. Keep loving out there. Keep being good. Keep doing the Lord's work. I promise you, everything you're doing is not in vain. So keep going for it.